Good morning, I'm Watchman Marie with today's focus. And I come to give the message of God on this morning. I hope everybody's having a blessed morning on this morning. Before I get started with my message, let's look away to the Lord. Gracious Eternal Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We enter into your courts with praise, giving you all the glory that knows your name. Father, I ask you as I get out the way that you get in the way and have your way. Holy Spirit, come and set this atmosphere. I annihilate every frequency of this line, every distraction of the enemy be set into captivity in the name of Jesus. As your people listen to this, Message, Father, give them an open eye, an open ear, and an open heart. In your son Jesus' name, amen. My message on this morning is about don't ignore God's message. And I will be reading from Second Chronicles chapter 18. And if you have some leisure times, you Bible readers can go back and read Second uh, Chronicles 18. I'm just giving a summary of what went on in the uh, chapter of Second Chronicles 18. In my summary, I'm giving uh, an outline of the message. King Jehoshaphat and Ahab go to battle. King Jehoshaphat ranked over Judah. He was a good king. He had great wealth and honor. King Jehoshaphat walked in the ways of the Lord. He was against idolatry. He worshiped the one true God. He educated the people in God's law. King Jehoshaphat was faithful. He did what was right in the eyes of God. And give you a little summary about King Ahab. King Ahab was king of Israel. He was a wicked king. King Ahab was married to Jezebel. He accepted and allowed Jezebel's influence on religious policies. Because of his marriage to a pagan woman, Ahab devoted himself to worship false gods. Ahab did more evil in the eyes of the Lord. Ahab was the worst king Israel ever had. King Jehoshaphat was a good man. The best king Judah ever had. But King Jehoshaphat made some bad choices. He had one area of weakness 
that caused him to stumble several times. King Jehoshaphat kept making sinful alliances. And you know, some people, they do good when they're by themselves. But when they get around certain people or a group of people, that's when, you know, they start doing things that they don't want to normally do, you know, and trying to, you know, live for God and stay faithful to God and committed to God. And, you know, as we journey in this walk with God, we, we're not perfect. None of us are not perfect because if we was perfect, Jesus wouldn't have had no reason to come to die for our sins. So we're sometimes going to make bad choices, but here's the thing right here. We shouldn't make willfully wrong choices, make choices and, you know, we know we, we're doing it. Or, you know, like my message said, don't ignore the message of God when God has warned you and you go ahead and do it anyway. And this what was going on in this message here that King Ahab and King Jehoshaphat, after they heard God's message, they went on and did what they didn't supposed to do anyway. So we're going to go on and um into the lesson further and see what happens in the lesson. You know, it's some people that has that type of spirit, you know, that can influence people to do things that they don't want to do, you know. And when you hang around people like that, You know, you get this feeling that you know you don't need to be with in this place or with these crowd of people or the certain people, or you will get a a uneasy feeling, you know, that ain't right. But you continue to go on and do it anyway. I looked up the word alliance, and it means a union or association form for mutual benefit, such as a treaty or a partnership or relationship. King Jehoshaphat had a weakness when it came to King Ahab. See, I'm going to stop right there. That's what I was saying before, you know. You can do good until you get around certain people that you're weak around, you know. And God don't want us to be around people that will influence us and entice us and cause us to fall. But see, here's the thing. Nobody can make you do anything. We all have a choice whether we want to do it or whether we don't want to do it. So here we find that King Jehoshaphat had a a weakness when he got around, when it came to uh, King Ahab. 
So he alliance allied with King Ahab and they became partners. See, God don't want us to become partners with the wicked. We as the body of Christ, saints, as many people call us church folks, when we have come into the knowledge of God and give and, and give gave God a yes and repented of our sins and God has saved us, we are in this world, but we don't supposed to uh be partakers and become partners with the wicked of darkness. We're supposed to be the influence of the wicked as far as to pull them to Christ, not the wicked influence us as being that light to pull us into darkness with their influence and enticements. Okay, it says King Jehoshaphat gives his son in marriage to Ahab's daughter, King Ahab and King Jehoshaphat, affinity joined together as associates. So this was one bad choice that King Jehoshaphat made when he gave his son in marriage to King Ahab and his wife's daughter because God didn't want them back then, and he don't want us to do it now, today, even in our time. He don't want, He didn't want them to be partakers or mingle with people that served other gods and not the true living God and what not of their, you know, belief, if I could say it like that, because... If if they intermarried with these people and interacted with them, they would somehow or another influence them and entice them to uh, serve their gods and, and have them to turn away from the true and living God. And that's how it is today. God don't want us to be around people that's going to Pull us away from him to serve their gods and idols. So it says here that King Jehoshaphat and King Ahab joined together as associates and allied with Ahab to go up against Ramah Gilad. Ahab says, will you go with me against Ramah Gilad? So here's the deal right here. King Jehoshaphat goes to Samaria up to where King Ahab was. King Ahab had a feast and went out and killed a sheep and a cattle and cooked it up. And they had a party, a feast. So he, while King Jehoshaphat was there at the party, at the feast, so King Ahab decides to entice 
King Jehoshaphat and asking him, will he go up to Ramah Gilead to fight with him? So King Jehoshaphat agrees with Ahab to go up against Ramah Gilead. But King Jehoshaphat said to Ahab, let's seek God in the matter. Let's see what God has to say about us going up to Ramah Gilead to fight. So here's what King Ahab does. Instead of seeking God, in the matter, King Ahab gathers up together 400 false prophets and said to them, Shall we go to war against Ramah Gilad or shall we refrain? And the prophets replied, Go up. God will deliver into the king's hand. See, so many times we won't go to get advice and seek the face of God. We rather go to prophets or psychics or sorcerers or enchantments, you know, or to get what we need to know if we need to make this move in a decision or not. You know, people will tell you what you want to hear. And this is what was going on here. These 400 false prophets was telling the king Ahab what he wanted to hear. They was telling him to go on up. You're going to succeed and be successful in this fight, in this battle. And God is going to deliver in your hands. And that's what he wanted to hear. So don't you know. People. People pay so much money. to Just to get a word. Not the word. Not the word of God. But a word. To fit their agenda. Their situation. Their decisions. Their problems. Just to get a quick fix. So they'll go to the generics. Generic, these were generic prophets that were not prophets of God. Generic prophets, people are looking for a generic word to just only make them happy, comfortable. And, and, and you know what? It's just like going to a store. And getting, you know, you, you know the the original brand is going to work for you, for whatever is going on with you. But you don't want to pay the expensive cost of the original brand. So you're going to get a generic. And you know the generic. It's not going to do what the original brand is going to do. But the generic is more cheaper to get. So you're going to go to the generic and pay a cheaper price. And that's how it is with with, with this, you know, uh, the original brand 
is God. I'm putting it like this. In order to give your life to God, you have to give up this world. And people don't want to pay that cost. See, giving your life to Christ is free. But the cost of it is high. People don't want to give up their friends, their their old friends that, you know, they picked and know they're not good for them. People want to want to do what they want to do on and 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 not have nobody to um be over them like God they want to do what they want to do they want to they want to love the things of the world and not give up to follow Christ that's the high cost of it when you have to give up what you love so much to follow Christ But it is to save your life, to give up. Salvation is free, but the cost of it is high. So you'd rather get a generic word, which is cheaper. Go to these prophets, and they give you a word, a word, to tickle your ears. Give you a thrill of a word. You know, it's a song. That B.B. King sings, the thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away from me. These false prophets give people a word, a thrill of a word. And when the word don't come to pass, the thrill is gone away from you. And you got to go back and search for another word. People will tell you things that make you feel good to put you on a high. But the true word of God will give you life more abundantly. Okay, we're going to go on with the lesson. So we find here that Ahab had required advice from these 400 false prophets. And Jehoshaphat, when he heard what the false prophets were telling King Ahab, he got unease about it. Because, see, King Jehoshaphat was a righteous man. He was faithful to God, and he believed in God. And he did everything that was right, but he was just making wrong choices. Like he made a choice to be in partnership. With King Ahab. So. He gets a little uneasy about what the prophets were telling Ahab. So. King Jehoshaphat replied and asked. Is there not a prophet of the Lord here? That we may inquire of? See, I don't care who you go to. You can go to a a psychic. You can go to a false prophet to just get a word. But when it comes to get a true word, a prophecy, or the word from the Lord, a false prophet can't tell you 
because they don't have the spirit of God in them. A psychic cannot tell you what the Lord has said because they don't have the spirit of the Lord in him, in them. You have to have the spirit of the Lord within you in order to prophesy what thou says the Lord. And these false prophets, they did not have the spirit of the Lord. And Jehoshaphat knew it. So that's why he asked. Is there not a prophet of the Lord here that they may inquire if they should go up to fight at Ramah Gilead in the battle? So Ahab's answers King Jehoshaphat, and he says, There is a prophet of the Lord here. His name is Micaiah. But Ahab hated Micaiah because he always, Ahab said, prophesied bad about me and never prophesied good about me. See, people want to hear something good when they want to get a a prophetic word from a prophet. They want to hear, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a house. You're going to get some money. You're going to get a job. You're going to be in a new relationship. But a true prophet. Now, sometimes God will give a prophet to tell you, oh, you're going to get a car or a house or get married. But it's not going to be a continual thing that that prophet do. A true prophet of God is going to give you what the word of God is saying to them. And they're not going to add to it or take away from it. Or they're not going to give you a word to make you feel good, to fit your situation, your circumstance. They're going to give you what God tell them to give you. And they're going to, they're going to leave it at that when they tell it. It's going to be it. But people pay so much money to get a word. And they're following after these false prophets. And these false prophets are going to be held accountable by God when they meet them on Judgment Day. And not only the false prophets is going to be judged, but the people who are following them are going to be held accountable. So don't let everybody in your ear gate. Seek the Lord. Ask God. He's the one that got the plan. And he's the one can give the answer. Only one that has the answer to our lives. Amen. So that's why King Ahab would not get advice from Micaiah, because Micaiah will always prophesize bad about him and never good. But King Jehoshaphat insists that Micaiah be summoned. He says, bring him. King Ahab sent a messenger for Micaiah. 
So the messenger goes on to get Micaiah. And when he gets to to Micaiah where he was, he gives, the messenger gives Micaiah advice. He advises him. He says, now, that all the prophets were predicting the, the king, that King Ahab would succeed and have success to the battle against Ramah Gilad. So let your words agree with their words. Micaiah answered and replied, As the Lord liveth, even what my God said, that will I speak. And that's how it's supposed to be. We as prophets and leaders of God supposed to only speak what God to say speak and nothing more. Not just going out there telling people something that, you know, we'll benefit from as leaders or trying to make, you know, people happy and to please them. King Ahab told Micaiah to tell the truth, but Micaiah couldn't handle the truth. Excuse me, let me say that again. King Ahab told Micaiah to tell the truth, but King Ahab could not, couldn't handle the truth. You know, if some people will tell you, go ahead, tell me the truth. Go on and tell the truth. And when you tell them the truth, they'll get angry with you for telling the truth. And they, they told you to tell them the truth. See, we got to tell people the truth. We can't sugarcoat uh, the word of God. We can't uh, just tell the half truth. We got to tell it like it is, like God tells us to tell it. Whether people get angry, whether they accept the word, whether they don't accept the word, whether it's good, whether it's bad. We got to tell what God says. And sometimes when God sends a messenger out to tell what thou says the Lord, that messenger, they don't want to do it, but they got to be obedient to God because they know it's, a, it's, it's not a good word to give out, but it's to save that person's life, that they'll change it and turn to God. Okay, it says, Ahab said to Jehoshaphat, Did not I tell you he would not prophesy as good concerning me, but evil? But Micaiah only declared the word of the Lord. So we find here that Micaiah is going to tell King Ahab and King Jehoshaphat whether they need to go up to fight to battle. So when King, excuse me, when Prophet Micaiah arrives, 
King Ahab said, Micaiah, shall we go up to Ramah Gilad to battle, or shall I forbear? And Micaiah begins mocking the 400 prophets that was telling King Ahab to go and prosper. That the that God would deliver into to the king's hand. So Micaiah says, Go and prosper, and they shall be delivered into your hand. But this saying, Micaiah delivered a completely different message. After he said this, he began to tell what God wanted him to say to King Ahab. Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountain of sheep that have no shepherd. Micaiah was saying here, that not only will Israel be defeated, but their leader will perish as well. So he was telling King Ahab, go ahead, go up. But if you go up to fight, Israel, the people that you are over, are going to be defeated, and you as their leader are going to die. So he was warning them. He was warning King Ahab. But King Ahab ignored God's message. Okay. So we find here. It says Ahab picked prophets to tell them what they wanted, what they wanted to hear. These prophets were not faithful prophets of the Lord. These were prophets that were only wanting to please their king. Ahab hated Micaiah because of the message. Ahab real conflict was with God, but his focus of hatred was against Prophet Micaiah. So I'm going to summer it on up from here. So after Micaiah has told King Jehoshaphat and King Ahab what was going to happen if, you know, they go up to battle and see King Jehoshaphat, he was, Wanting to hear the advice from a prophet of the Lord. The matter of what God was saying, if they should go up to fight. But he also, as a righteous man, another bad choice he made, he ignored the message of God. And went on up with Ahab to Ramah Gilead. So that goes up to Ramah Gilead. And King Ahab decided to um, disguise himself. 
So the men that were coming against him would not recognize him. And let's see, I got one more. Um, Card in here before I get there. Let's see, I'll get my paper here. Just a minute. Let's find my paper. Okay. God wanted to bring judgment against Ahab. The reason why God wanted to bring judgment on King Ahab was because he was a wicked king. That was number one. Number two, he served false gods and idols. That was number two. So God wanted to bring judgment against Ahab. So he asked this group of hosts of heaven for a volunteer to lead Ahab into battle. Then came a lion spirit in the mouth of all the prophets. Since Ahab wanted to be deceived, God would give him what he wanted. Don't you know people want to hear a lie than the truth now? And if they want a lie, God will allow a man of God, a woman of God, a prophet of God, to lie to that to that to to the people that want to hear a lie. You ask for what you want, you reap what you sow. If you want a lie, God'll give you a lie. People don't want the truth. The Bible says that people won't even want to hear sound doctrine. But they're going to be having tickling ears, itching ears to want to go. And that's what people are doing now. They're going from prophet to prophet, man of God to man of God, trying to get a word, trying to get a word. Do you hear what I say? A word, trying to get a word, a word. And, and 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 the people is giving them what they want to hear. And the people don't know and recognize that it's not the truth until it don't come to pass in their lives. And we don't want to be like that. You don't want to go out and, and just allow anybody to speak into your ear gate, into your life. That's why it's so it's so much um, generation of witchcraft and curses because people have been dabbling in in psychics and false prophets and voodoo and hoodoo and Hindu and and horoscopes all that stuff. To those of you all that don't know, is witchcraft, and witchcraft is a rebellion against God. It's, it's not of God. It's not of God. And that's why a lot of people are cursed in their life. Because this type of witchcraft 
will bring curses upon your life from generation to generation. And the only way it can be broken off when you come into the knowledge of Christ and give your life to Christ. Witchcraft is a sin. So we find here that Jehoshaphat and Ahab goes on up to battle, as I said, and King Ahab disguises himself, but he tells King Jehoshaphat. That's why I said this to me. It looked like it was a setup uh, from King Ahab to King Jehoshaphat. King Ahab tells King Jehoshaphat to put on his robe. But King Ahab said he was going to disguise himself. I believe King Ahab was sitting, set, had old King Jehoshaphat to be set up to get killed on the front line battle. That King Ahab, he be disguised so the people that wanted to fight him wouldn't recognize him and he would live. Don't you know the enemy would set you up, entice you, and then set you up for a fall to death? So this what happened. King Ahab disguised himself and the peop- the men that were Supposed to be fighting Ahab, the captain, the leader of the men of the army, told his troops, Now don't you all fight nobody but the king of Israel, which was Ahab. So they begin to go out and they see the king and they are thinking that this king is King Ahab because they see him in his robe. But it was King Jehoshaphat. So they start out toward King Jehoshaphat and starts to attack him. But King Jehoshaphat starts crying out. And God, God allowed those men to be drawn back away from King Jehoshaphat. God has his hand, had his hand on King Jehoshaphat. And he got him out of that battle. And he went back home in peace. But since, see, you can't hide from God. I don't care. You could be in the dark of the darkest. God still can find you. You just can't hide. You can't run from him. God is an all-seeing and all-knowing God. Nothing is hidden from him. And King Ahab thought he could hide and escape. But this is what happened. One of the the captain's other men shot one of his arrows out. And it hit King Ahab between the side of his chest in his armor. And King Ahab had to tell his men to take him out of the battle. And put him in his chariot. And he sat in his chariot all day. Until the evening came and he died. 
As my message says, don't ignore God's message. Whatever God is telling you to do or telling you not to do or telling you where to go or not to go or whatever, if he's telling you to be still, you need to listen. We need to all hear and listen to, to the voice of the Lord to save our lives. Yes, his hand was still on King Jehoshaphat, and he got him safely out of the battle. God will make a way for you to escape, but it's up to you to escape. But if you read in chapter 19 of Second Chronicles, after King Jehoshaphat went back home in peace safely, God rebuked him. God got on to him about the bad choices that he made. He sent him a prophet, prophet Jehu, to rebuke him. God rebuked him, disciplined him. And then after King Jehoshaphat repented to God, they was really sorry. God put him back on the throne. See, God, we make bad choices. We repent of it. There's still consequences we got to face after the, our actions. And don't you know when you sin, when we sin to God, it not only affects us, but it affects our whole house. It affects our children, our children, children, generation to generation. But God is pouring out his spirit on today all over this nation to get in our attention. For us to turn to him and give up this world, and give our lives to him, that he'll come in and give us the, the plan to our lives that we'll have it, a life of abundance. But nobody don't want God. I'm not going to say everybody, but some people just don't want him. But I tell you what, when you close your eyes and you open them in death, you're going to see God. And you got, we all going to have to meet him on the judgment day. He got everything written down that we done, whether it's good or bad. Everybody ain't going to heaven. Everybody ain't going to hell. But the ones that's going to hell are the wicked and the nation that forgot God. See, hell has enlarged itself. And it's enlarging itself every day with Christ rejectors. Those that rejected God. It's not too late if... If you got breath in your body and you living and you can feel yourself awaken, you got a chance to give your life to Christ. But once you close your eyes and dead, that's it. Somewhere going to be your home. If you done wickedly on this earth and have not repented, hell will be your home, not heaven. The word even say that. So I hope I've been a blessing to someone on today. Put something on your mind, you know. Give your life to Christ.
seeking space, talk to him. Some people don't know how to pray to God. All you have to do is talk to him like you talk to me. Just talk. Tell him about what's on your heart. Tell him about yourself, even though he know about us. He want us to see God is knocking at the door of each one of our hearts right now. But who's listening? Who's letting him in? Who's letting him have his way in their lives? He give us a choice. He said, this day I set before you life or death. Now you choose. And I leave you with that. You choose. What profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his own soul. God want us to enjoy these things in this life, but not put these things and put life before him. For without God, there is no life apart from God. I want you all to pray for me that God continue to use me as a messenger to his people. I continue to pray for you all as well. Have a blessed day. And I'll see you on the next broadcast.